0: Kia ora and welcome to the Dawn Chorus on Wednesday the 7th of July. I'm Bernard Hickey for the Kaka. You can probably hear the wind whistling in the background. It's a windy old day here in Wellington. And a windy day on interest rate markets as well because yesterday we got fresh signs in New Zealand that the labour market is very stretched. Uh, The NZIER's Quarterly Survey of Business Opinion which is the longest running survey and very closely watched by those looking to see what businesses are saying and doing and thinking, came out with figures showing a record low uh, finding for the ease of finding skilled and unskilled labour, i.e. businesses are finding it the hardest they've ever found it to find staff to do the work they need. So the assumption is that the economy is running at full capacity and will now start to generate inflation. So we've seen a couple of economists bring forward their expectations about when the Reserve Bank will start hiking interest rates. So previously, most people were saying early next year, maybe the middle of 2024. And the Reserve Bank itself said in May now, so that's quite a while ago, said it would start hiking interest rates probably from mid next year. Well, financial markets have been progressively bringing that date forward since then. In fact, before yesterday, uh, as much as half of the market was effectively expecting a rate hike in November when we get the Reserve Bank's uh, um, final monetary policy statement and set of forecast for the year. Now, ASB economists and BNZ economists are saying that first hike will be in November. So that's a significant bringing forward of when a lot of economists and markets are expecting the first hike. Got to remember, though, this is a long time before the rest of the world is hiking interest rates. Yesterday, for example, the Reserve Bank of Australia came out with its view on monetary policy and uh, it held its official cash rate at 0.1%. It did dial back a bit its, uh, its quantitative easing, its money printing to buy government bonds from 5 billion Australian a week of bond buying to 4 billion Australian a week of bond buying. And it said that it wouldn't expect to raise interest rates until 2024, So three years almost of no interest rate hikes in Australia. That's because the Reserve Bank of Australia is waiting to see the whites of the eyes of inflation, actual inflation over 2% before it decides to hike. It also wants to see significant wage inflation in Australia. Uh, Certainly seen plenty of house price inflation, but it wants to see actual inflation in wages and prices first. Now, this is a slight change of approach um, by the Reserve Bank of Australia, and we're also seeing the same uh, change of approach in America with the US Federal Reserve and the European Central Bank. This time around, post-COVID, they are all looking to see the whites of the eyes of inflation. They want to see the actual numbers in front of them, showing that inflation is really starting to pick up. Before they start pulling the lever for interest rate hikes. Now, this is not the usual way it's done. Before COVID, and particularly in the last 10 years or so, central banks like to get ahead of inflation. So they would see initial signs and then they would pull the trigger. (coughs) Excuse me. (coughs) Dear. Then they would pull the trigger to um, hike interest rates. then they would pull the trigger to hike interest rates. However, because they prematurely hiked a couple of times in the last 10 years because the inflation didn't turn up, they're now saying, well, we'd prefer to be absolutely sure before we do this again. So that's the difference in approach in Australia and America and in Europe. But in New Zealand, we are still running this shoot first, ask questions later approach on monetary policy. So that means that our Reserve Bank is going to firstly see signs of inflation picking up and then move to get ahead of it by hiking interest rates. And so our economists are saying we're likely to see an early rate hike here. The risk here, though, is that the Reserve Bank does what it did for the last decade, which is hike too early and then effectively have to reverse that hike. It did it two or three times in the last decade. And that's the risk that it hikes too early. Um, That's um, an interesting uh, problem for the Reserve Bank and uh, one for anyone with a mortgage to think about or uh, borrowing to think about. Do they expect significant hikes quickly in the next couple of years and therefore it makes sense to fix? Or do they see this as another false start and it makes sense to stay at short fixed interest rates or floating? We shall see. My view is that inflation is yet to prove that it is breaking habits of a lifetime of staying low uh, because we still have all of these factories that are pumping all this stuff out. And if you just look in New Zealand, for example, um, just in the last few weeks, we've had confirmation that Amazon is going to open up its warehouses in Australia to New Zealand buyers. That's going to keep prices of imported products here uh, under pressure downwards we're also going to get Ikea launching in Auckland at some point and Costco so still plenty of international pressure downwards on goods prices and for services prices remember we still have yet to see the full rollout of the appification of our services sector as apps start to drive prices down in the services area particularly financial services health and medical services But we shall see, it's a contest between the inflationists who think this time is different and inflation will take off, and those people who think, "Mm, we're not sure yet that inflation is going to take off, let's wait until we actually see it really go for it. So um, a bit of a pivot point there. Now elsewhere uh, in the news, we have seen New South Wales extend its lockdown for another week until... Uh, July the 16th. Now that means the first week back of school holidays, of school uh, in New South Wales after the holidays is not going to happen. So that means a whole bunch of kids um, at home for a week when their parents weren't expecting it. And um, certainly that's going to keep the bubble uh, under control and uh, pause between New Zealand and New South Wales for a while. And... um, Those are the main pieces of news on the COVID front. Chris Hipkins saying yesterday that he expects the government to now look at some sort of permanent MIQ facility and um, uh, that has been leapt on by the opposition because they've been pushing for that. And uh, we'll see whether or not New Zealand adopts the policy of Australia of looking to uh, open up progressively and effectively at some point accept that COVID will get in. Obviously, once just about everyone who can be vaccinated is vaccinated. Interestingly, the Australians are talking about opening up their economy and having this phased four-prong approach to you know uh, uh, opening it up and accepting that COVID will come. But actually, they have cut back the number of people coming into Australia immediately to the point where now, where per head of population, uh, Australia is leading in about a third of the numbers that we're letting in, and we're letting in hardly any. So uh, it may look like Australia are opening up, but not yet. It's important to um, think about this because Australia and New Zealand will have to coordinate the way they open up, obviously, because of our uh, respective travel bubble. So worth keeping an eye on what Australia's progress is with its vaccination and its program is uh, much more complicated Um, controversial and stuttering than ours, which of course is about to ramp up sharply. We've got another million doses coming through this, this week, so it's all on now for our widespread vaccination campaign. And we'll see how close we get to that idea of herd immunity, which no one's quite sure where that level actually is. I'm Bernard Hickey. That was the Dawn Kaka the dawn chorus on the kaka at July 7, with bonus coughing. Thank you very much. Ka kite Talk again tomorrow.